From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Where on earth did January get to? Hi, I'm Graham, VK4BB. We're into February, February 5 edition of the WIA National News. The carrier Qantas is testing the National Broadband Network satellite on its aircraft to prove viability of the service. Air travellers on a few Qantas jet routes domestically will benefit from a proof-of-concept experiment over the next nine months. This gives access to email, social media, movies, etc. I wonder if it will also result in QSOs being made via Echolink or remote-controlled amateur stations whilst aeronautical mobile. And plenty of air action is planned between March 17 and 19, this for the 75th anniversary of a World War II Royal Australian Air Force base in northwest Victoria. Seaplanes will again land on Lake Boga, and the program includes a Catalina flypast, the RAF roulettes, aerobatics and displays. The communications bunker at the museum site will be on air thanks to Thomas, VK3EO, supported by other local radio amateurs. You may remember the last major activation of this was VI3 Anzac activation on the Anzac weekend of 2015. The Reverend Dr Wayne Melrose has been awarded the OAM, the Order of Australia Medal, for services to science and chaplaincy. The good Reverend Doctor is better known in our ham radio circles as VK4 Whiskey Delta Mike. VK4 WDM Wayne, apart from being an avid digital DXer on all bands, has done parasite research in the tropics to improve the living conditions of millions of people. This partially founded by the Gates Foundation. Plus, he still does the chaplaincy role from time to time, even though retired, and is one of the few people making sure there is an RAAF museum now and into the future in Townsville. Hello, this is Phil Waite, VK2ASD President of the WIA. Amateur radio has always needed newcomers so it can grow. Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, has analysed how licence numbers have been tracking over the period 2005 to 2016 and has identified a slow decline in overall licence numbers for the past five years. In 2016, there were 14,619 amateur licences held. That's down by about 100 licences, or 0.7%, from the previous year, 2015. However, foundation licences and standard licences both bucked the trend. Foundation licences increased by 18 to 2,476. The middle grade, the standard licence, had a very slight growth, being held up by people upgrading from their foundation licence. The overall decline in licence numbers is due to a decline in advanced licences in every year between 2005 and 2016. The silent key factor obviously plays a part here as there have been about 80 silent keys per year in recent times. The data also shows that 485 people joined the hobby last year by any means. Assessments, previously holding a licence, reciprocal licensing and recognition of prior learning. Again, a decline compared to previous years. That also means, for one reason or another, about 585 people left the hobby during 2016. This general decline in licence numbers is the reason the WIA is advocating to modernise and improve amateur radio. It's doing this through its suggested changes to the licence conditions determinations. 
making it more attractive to existing, lapsed and future radioamateurs. For example, the original aim of the Foundation licence was as a stepping stone or entry point to the hobby, giving people a real taste of amateur radio and the fun it provides. There must continue to be relativity between the three grades of licence, Foundation, Standard and Advanced, to encourage people to learn and to upgrade. But the Foundation licence has not kept up with technology, and in particular the practice and nature of amateur radio that now includes a host of digital modes with voice text and images. The WIA is using these statistics as part of its advocacy to ensure amateur radio's place in modern Australian society. The WIA wants to encourage all members, and radio amateurs generally, to have their say about important matters affecting them and the amateur service. For many years, a formal process has been available on the WIA website to encourage comment and consultation on major issues affecting the Institute or the hobby generally. Since 2006, a web form on the Contact the WIA page has sent comments and suggestions to the WIA National Office, the President and the Webmaster. This online form has been regularly used by WIA members and non-members alike. Now, the WIA has introduced a new facility for more specific purposes, when consultation is to be sought on a particular issue. This is called the Have Your Say facility and it will be open during the consultation period on specific issues. For example, the WIA has both the draft volunteer charter and the revision of the HF band plans out now for consultation until the 28th of February. Those topics are both discussed on the WIA website together with a link to the Have Your Say feedback page. The WIA is looking for your feedback on these issues. This is Phil Waite, VK2ASD for the WIA. We continue board talk from the WIA and from the WIA fact sheet file. The WIA has established policies, regulations and procedures which the board reviews regularly. The main policies are those on corporate ethics, privacy, premise rental, usage, storage and club advertising in Amateur Radio magazine. The corporate ethics policy was developed by a corporate lawyer covering the issues of governance, conflict of interest, ethics, integrity, conduct and courtesy, confidentiality, media inquiries, good practice, legal compliance, bribery, corruption, equal employment opportunity, drug abuse and corporate communication. The WIA privacy policy has been updated to ensure it covers the Privacy Act and the Australian Communications and Media Authorities requirements. There are also regulations that support two topics in the WIA Constitution. These are on the conduct of elections for the WIA Board and criteria for a club affiliation with the Institute. In 2016, the WIA Board endorsed its premise rental usage and storage policy. It has drafted a volunteer charter in the lead-up to a restructure of its committee system and trialling of formal consultation with members in the radio amateur community has commenced. Mainly for employee guidance, a set of nearly 40 processes and procedures were developed late in 2015 to document how things are done in the National Office. In addition, employee rights and obligations are enshrined in various legislation. The WIA exam service is governed by a legal deed between the ACMA and the WIA, effectively a business contract, and operations are governed by a set of business rules that are subordinate to the deed. Regular reporting of performance compliance is included. 
Every office operation relating to the exam service has been documented and these were reviewed over 2015-2016. Call sign recommendation policies and procedures have been in place since 2009. The WIA is a public company under the Corporations Act 2001 with an ACN number issued by the ASIC. Regular reporting is required under the Act and the WIA does meet its statutory obligations. Now a set of WIA fact sheets can be found on wia.org.au and WIA membership initiative for the newly licensed and changes to renewals. The coupon system for new radio amateurs that allows access to the online version of Amateur Radio Magazine is now in its implementation stage. A coupon to have limited access to the digital magazine is intended to encourage new entrants into the hobby to join the Institute, and coupons are currently being printed. The WIA board is concerned about dwindling membership and has set about implementing processes to address this issue. This is a complex problem and the WIA board is looking at possible ways to encourage new members to join as well as existing members to renew. The office routine for issuing membership reminder and final reminder notices has been upgraded from monthly to two-weekly. This has created some overlap between payments made and reminder notices arriving in your letterbox. The first renewal notice is sent by email and following reminder notices via Australia Post. Make sure that your email is correct in Memnet or you'll not receive the first renewal notice. This is WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with news about the Central Coast Field Day at Wyong. Yes, folks, the annual Field Day at Wyong is back on Sunday, 26th of February, right near Wyong train station. The WIA will have a few tables there, upstairs, near the lecture theatre. Come and pay us a visit. Get yourself a copy of the 2017 call book if you need one. We will also have other books for your interest and reading pleasure. No batteries or power cord required. And you can renew your membership or sign up for a membership. On top of that, we're happy to have an eyeball QSO if you're so inclined. As the WIA tables will be near the lecture theatre, remember that the annual VHF-UHF Microwave and Week Signal Group get-together will be open for business at 11.15am, conducted by yours truly. Immediately following will be Peter Young, VK3 Mike Victor, Director of the Region 3 International Amateur Radio Union Association, the IARU. He'll be talking on the international governance of amateur radio and the role of the IARU. Peter has delivered this lecture in Hong Kong and Tokyo, as well as a number of amateur radio clubs in Melbourne. Entry to the field day is only $10 and the entertainment is all free on the inside. Remember... Wyong Field Day, Sunday, 26th February. See you there. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, VK123 and VK7WI Local News Services, VK3 Papa Charlie and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
Across the USA, a station-hopping relay has recreated the January 27, 1917 route of the first formal amateur radio transcontinental message bound for ARRL headquarters. The method of traffic handling is in the DNA of the then nascent national organisation for amateur radio's name, American Radio Relay League. Kent Trimble, Kilo 9, Zulu Tango Victor, organised the January 27 commemoration in which a message originating at Whiskey 6 Uniform Echo in LA hopped to Kilo 8, Zulu Tango Tango in Denver to Whiskey 9, Alpha Bravo Delta in Missouri to Kilo Tango 2 Delta in Albany, New York and finally to Whiskey 1 Alpha Whiskey. The commemorative event chose 160 metres as it was the band closest to the 200 metre wavelength used for the original accomplishment. The spirits of 6 Echo Alpha, 9 Zulu Fox, 9 Alpha Bravo Delta, 2 Alpha Golf Juliet and 1 Zulu Mike send commemorative greetings on the 100th anniversary of the first transcontinental relay of formal message traffic, 7-3, read the message which for a signature included the call signs and locations of the stations involved in the recreation. Some lithium-ion batteries may be fire-prone. We brought you a report last week that the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 smartphones had faulty batteries from two suppliers and they caused fires. Now Hewlett-Packard has announced a recall of more than 100,000 lithium-ion batteries in its notebook laptops because of possible overheating. The recall notice has more details, but it affects certain HP notebooks sold between March 2013 and October 2016. Sales of cars fitted with digital radios hits new milestone in the UK. More than 80% of the just-on 2.7 million new cars sold in the UK last year featured the latest digital radios. The Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders says SMMT says 2.28 million new cars were outfitted with digital radios as standard equipment, marking the first time the 2 million milestone has been reached, according to wardsauto.com. Retooled VOA set to be Trump-run US state media network. MSNBC reporter Rachel Maddow has a video report on how a restructuring of the Voice of America broadcast network means that President Donald Trump has the unique opportunity to staff a state-run media operation broadcasting inside the United States. The duration of the video is just on seven minutes and can be found at the link we like in this week's text edition at wia.org.au. Your next antenna might be made of liquid. Researchers in the UK are looking to develop liquid antennas which have the potential to transform radio communications and radar. Water can be used as an antenna, however it has the problem of becoming solid once the temperature falls below zero. The research will bring together radio experts and material scientists to identify the most suitable liquid materials. Those liquids will be tested for loss, thermal and mechanical stability, ability to work in temperatures ranging from minus 30 to plus 60 C, ability to transmit in the right frequency ranges from kilohertz to gigahertz, and with RF and microwave power ranges up to 100 kilowatts. The project will also explore how to design compact and efficient liquid antennas for a wide range of real-world applications. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2017 
January 1, December 31, the Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. RSGB 80th Commonwealth Contest, 11-12 March, for 24 hours from 10 hours, GMT. Hammer on the 1st, 12th of March. WA's John Moore Memorial Field Day, 18th, 19th March, 2017. WA's Harangel Memorial 80-meter sprint, Saturday, May the 6th, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. EIDX Group. Members of the EIDX Group are Dex Expeditioning to Nepal, March the 8th to 20th. We'll see this 11-man all Echo India team run up to five stations from 80 metres through 10 metres on CWSSB and Digital. Nepal is currently number 91 most wanted DXCC in the world and an amazing number 31 most wanted in North America. Operating from a QDH at 5,600 feet above sea level, the team are looking forward to intense pile-ups. VI 100TRF Rotarians of Amateur Radio, RAW, in Australia, hit the HF bands for three months from late February to May with the special event call sign VI-100TRF. This to highlight the Rotary's Foundation work over the past 100 years. Take your Panama hat off to Mech. Mech has told the DX community via DXNews.com that he will be active from Panama 12 to 15 February 2017 as HP-SQ3RX. He will operate on the HF bands mainly CW from Volcan City, Panama. QSL Boris home call, which of course is SQ3RX. The call sign OA0MP has been issued by the Peruvian authorities for use from the Machu Picchu Antarctic base on King George Island in the South Shetlands until the 31st of March 2017. Two members of the scientific team will operate during their spare time on 20 metres and 40 metres SSB. QSL via OA40. Belgium, ON. Lions Club's International Belgian Amateur Radio Operators are QIB as OR100LCI until March 2017 to mark its 100th anniversary. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Media Watch, hi, I'm Graham VK4BB back and this VK1WIA ham radio news audio I produce and present weekly does come up in some odd places, including a pirate transmission which took over one of the ABC Northern Territory's defunct frequencies last Wednesday night. Unfortunately, the YouTube clip does point to a ham radio transmitter being used, the choice of lower sideband on HF, an amateur habit which excludes those tuning in on upper sideband only codans, etc., we would prefer to stick to the amateur radio channels, Mr Pirate. Let's look at the WIA Journal, Amateur Radio Magazine. On the front of the January-February edition is Melbourne QRP by the Bay at Chelsea Beach. The Makoni Hutmast, erected by the Geelong Amateur Radio Club, gets a WIA special purpose grant to acknowledge the club's work at the Queenscliff Maritime Museum. The WIA Annual General Weekend Meeting, themed as Inspiring Leadership, the future of amateur radio is at Handoff, South Australia, in May, with David Clegg, VK5KC, giving details. For bookings, please see the WIA website. In the Soda and Parks column by Alan Harvey, VK3ARH, we congratulate Warren Brown, VK3BYD, our first CW mountain goat. In DX Talk by Luke Steele, VK3HJ, the 40-metre band has been good signals for all over the world. In Technical Advisory Committee notes, John Martin, VK3KM, writes about the HF band plan revision and the number of proposals. If you use HF, then please have a read. 
The IARU Liaison Report explains the many pre- preparations underway for the World Radio Communications Conference in 2019. A wealth of contest information is published, including the 80th Commonwealth Contest on March the 11th and 12th, which is the longest-running DX contest. Amateur Radio Magazine is a WIA membership service founded in 1933 and the only Australian magazine dedicated to the hobby. This is Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor, and you're listening to VK1WIA. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello everyone. Yes, we're back again. This is Clive, VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey, reminding you that tomorrow, Monday, February the 6th, the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly bulletin goes to air. This month, as well as all the usual RAOTC news, we begin a series of potted biographies on some of the people who made significant contributions to the development of wireless communication, how LIDAR, light detection and ranging, assists driverless vehicles, and bladeless fans, a hot topic for a hot time of year. The principal HF transmission will be on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband, starting at 0100 UTC, beamed north from Melbourne for the eastern states. An hour later, at 0200 UTC, there will be a 40 metre transmission from Perth on 7088 kHz lower sideband, with a simultaneous transmission via all linked NewsWest VHF and UHF repeaters. As well, numerous local relays will take place. Details for your local area transmissions can be found at the RAOTC website www.raotc.org.au Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au And remember, as from Tuesday, you can download the audio file from this website. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is invited to enjoy tomorrow's half-hour program and to join in the callbacks afterwards. And we hope to hear your call sign amongst them. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. Now, continuing with news of special interest group activities, it's to Radio Scouting. Prepare for Thinking Day on the Air. Thinking Day on the Air 2017 will take place over the weekend of the 18th and 19th of February. This is an opportunity for members of the Girl Guiding, from the youngest Rainbow to the oldest Trefoil Guild member, to talk to other members of the World Association of Girl Guides and Girl Scouts all over the globe via amateur radio. A list of well-known stations due to be on the air can be seen at www.guidesontheair.co.uk Get the exact uh, spelling of that in the text edition. And maybe some VKs would like to set up a sked. Well, for further information, contact M0ACL by email. That's Liz at guidesontheair.co.uk Special interest group news for those who frequent our national parks. New KRM NPA merit certificates issued. Both Rob Janoska, VK4AAC, and Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, 
now have their Keith Roger Memorial National Parks Award merit certificates as hunters. Rob VK4AAC qualified whilst in South Australia and Mark VK3OHM has also logged all 45 VK3 National Parks. Congratulations to both of them for their very dedicated work. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Wyson in the Lismore region of VK2 says that their Wyson Parrot Repeater is now operating from the club rooms as a store and forward digital and voice repeater. Duncan VK2 DLR provided the upgrade to this Wyson repeater built by VK2 ACD. It has at present a maximum capacity of 3 minutes recording time, which will be extended soon to 30 minutes maximum. It's available for testing of digital modes, just transmit your signal, and it will be replayed back for you to see how it was received. 146.575 MHz, no CTCSS tone and any mode. Participation appears to be growing in the monthly Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, Region X HF interoperability exercises, which take place on 60 metres, 5332 and 5348 kHz on the third Wednesday of each month. Check-ins include US state, tribal, federal and amateur radio stations to test HF interoperability in an emergency or disaster response. FEMA Region X is made up of Alaska, Idaho, Oregon and Washington, but all stations are welcome. KG7BQR, Regional Emergency Communications Coordinator for FEMA Region X, said that the January exercises attracted 56 check-ins and 47 of them amateur radio stations. Also checking in were six Army and two Air Force Mars stations, three SHARES stations and one FEMA station. The propagation on the day allowed stations to participate as far north as Houston, British Columbia and Canada and as far east as Billings, Montana and as far south as California. The next FEMA Region X HF interoperability exercise will take place on Wednesday, February the 15th, 17.30-18.45 UTC. Worldwide Special Interest Group News VHF and above. New record set. A new 47 GHz record was made in January between Allen VK3XPD and the team of Peter VK3APW and David VK3HZ. This team was originally set up at the Mount Dandenong Lookout, while VK3XPD drove west to see how far contact could be achieved. Contacts were achieved at Rockbank, the Petland Hills, and finally at Mount Buninyong, a distance of 127.1 kilometres. However, the ultimate record came on January the 11th with VK3XPD on Mount William and the VK3APW, VK3HZ team, at Mount Sabine and the Otways, it was a distance of 177.9 kilometres, setting a new VK3 national and digital mode record. All contacts were very readable, and later after checking the claims, they were confirmed by our WIA records manager, John VK3KM. And in another record set, there was a 432 MHz digital Earth-Moon-Earth contact between Allen VK4EME and Pedro EB2FJN on November the 22nd, a distance of more than 17,316 kilometres. Well done, guys. 
Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. We'll tie the ribbon on WIA National News with a look at the social scene. Activity details on the WIA calendar and this broadcast. Clubs are always eager to invite attendance at their Hamfest, other major events and either monthly meetings. These details are welcomed by the WIA online calendar that is available to all affiliated clubs. Basic brief details of Hamfests can also be submitted to the weekly WIA broadcast through VK1 WIA Sundays, but due to licence restrictions, the names or details of commercial traders are not included on air. To see the online calendar, please visit the WIA websites. To hear what we have on this news, listen up. February 19 in VK3, Hamfest, Western and Northern District Amateur Radio Club, 10am at the Werribee Masonic Centre, 223 Watton Street, Werribee. February 26, Central Coast Field Day, Wyong, enter at 8.30am. It's only three weeks now to Wyong Field Day. Of course, the CCARC will be welcoming the usual back-of-ute, combi or car boot flea market sellers who will stay all day. But what about those of you who just want to sell a couple of pieces of gear, perhaps to raise some money to buy the latest and greatest? Well, this year, as there will be no charge for a position in the flea market, you can park in the normal car park, pay your entrance fee, $10 or under 17 years of age free, take your stuff to sell and perhaps your own picnic table, chair and umbrella, find a spot and sell your stuff to the crowds of visitors. Whether it takes five minutes or three hours to sell your gear, you are very welcome. This will of course mean that visitors will want to check the flea market area several times during the day for the ever-changing mixture of things to buy. We're still adding lectures, exhibitors and traders, so please check the website for the most up-to-date list. For further details of what is happening at the field day, please check the show notes of this broadcast on the WIA website or go to fieldday.org.au. That's fieldday, as all one word, dot o-r-g dot a-u. Meet your mates at Wyong 2017. For the Central Coast ARC, this is Ed, DD5LP, VK2JI. Another event to look out for is the Meet the Voice Barbecue in VK7. This happens March 19. The barbecue and presentation of the Sewing Circle Trophy will be held at Ross on the banks of the Macquarie River on the 19th of March at 11.30 hours. The last item on the agenda, the drawing of a raffle for a dual-band handheld radio which has been donated by an anonymous donor. And also in March, in VK3, March 26, it's EMDRC's Hamfest at the Great Ryrie Primary School, Heathmont. In 2017, the Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club is 50 years young. On the 24th of February 1967, the Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club held its first ever meeting of around 50 enthusiastic members from Melbourne's eastern suburbs. The club is marking our 50th anniversary milestone with a celebration dinner on Friday the 17th of February at the Box Hill Golf Course. Tickets are still available for this dinner and club celebration. To mark this milestone, the club will also be activating our special event call sign, VI50ER, over the coming couple of months. And our club hamfest is not too far away, Sunday the 26th of March at the Great Rory Primary School in Heathmont. Head over to the EMDRC Club website, emdrc.com.au for more information on our great club and to book tickets for our celebration dinner. Thanks, Andrew, VK3BQ, EMDRC Club President. And with that, we end WIA and the National News Service for another week. I'm Graham, VK4BB. 
Walk Softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.